The New Marketing Show is brought to you by Trinity Web Media. TrinityWebMedia.com. Trinity Web Media solves business problems with intelligent web development and digital marketing. Everyone, welcome to another episode of The New Marketing Show, the marketing podcast where we talk about how effective digital marketing and web development solve business problems. Join as always co-founder of Trinity Web Media, co-host of the show, Kevin Everly. Kevin, how's it going today? Doing well, Greg. How about yourself? Pretty good. I can't complain. I can't complain. You know, a lot has been going on. A lot has been going on in our business. A lot has been going on with a lot of our clients. And as always, our shows are pretty topical and relevant to what's going on in our business because we always think that if it's going on with us, maybe it's going on with other people and it will resonate. So today, what do you think we talk about? When is it time to launch a new website for your company? You know, recently, as we mentioned last week on the show, trinitywebmedia.com got a big overhaul to a a nice white-spaced minimal design. And so far, you know, everybody has seen the like it. But I know when – I know why it was time for – I understand why it was time for us to redesign our site. So now let's talk about what are some key indicators in business that – when you should start deciding that a site build is for you. Perfect. I think it's super topical. And, you know, I'm sure that there's tons of people in the audience who have gone through this before. So, right. So what what are some of the key, let's start with us, right? So what were some of the key decision deciding factors, you know, when you and I just discussed about building a new site for Trinity, Like, what were some of the key thoughts that you had in mind? You know, so there's, throughout the normal course of business just changes. You know, we really wanted to focus in on a couple key areas of services. You know, we had some team changes. There, you know, some process changes. And to me, it just didn't feel like the website represented who we were as an organization anymore. Yeah, I couldn't, I, I, I totally agree with you. I think that whenever your site that you're you're putting out there to the public no longer looks and feels like home to you as a business owner and somebody running the agency, you know, then it is time to go ahead and consider a redesign. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, <clears throat> from throughout the experience, and you know, just picking imagery with certain themes and things that made more sense to us and resonated better with us, you know, today than it did two years ago was you know important to us. And I think that one of the other key factors is, you know, as Trinity, Trinity 2.0 is two years old, you know, Trinity as a company is four or five, you know what I mean? I think that the company keeps evolving and we keep changing and the clients that we serve get more complex and more, you know, the projects we work on get more complicated. And I think that our old site didn't reflect our capabilities, definitely the team changes, you know, I definitely, it didn't identify with, it didn't resonate with me, like who we were as a team. It also kind of, the further we move down the continuum to the Trinity 2.0 model, you know, we, it felt like the site was getting further and further away from who we were. And I think that now, while the branding stayed on point, everything there's no branding changes. If 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 you notice that, you know, I think that everything just sort of comes back to 
does it feel like home? Does it really represent who you are as a company and who you are as an agency, who you want to be, who you want people to know you as, you know, all of that. Yeah. And I mean, to me, it's like living in a house and, you know, you've got the room to put on the addition and keep going and, you know, change some things, but at a certain point, it's time to move. That house serves you well. You know, it's time to move on to something else. Yeah. And I think that, you know, you doing a lot of business development and project management, I think that this arms you with more tools. I think this arms you with tools that are easier to find and easier to locate and easier to kind of put your finger on where you can say, oh, for more information about our podcast production services, here's a page on that. Or here, here's what we do over here with our new media stuff. You know, here's a Nate. Here's Nate's bio. Here's what, you know, a photo of Nate. You know, this is the person that will be taking care of you. <clears throat> and I think that that stuff is super important, you know, when you're trying to build trust and you're trying to exhibit that you are the clear cut choice to solving these problems for, you know, for people in, within your market. Yeah. And I mean, oftentimes our client experience begins before somebody's even a client. Uh, with, with, you know, without a doubt, the client experience and the client journey begins before you even know that they're a client. Well, they're, yeah, they're but, on your site. They're that. looking, they're learning, they're trying to see how you can help them. And it's up to you to serve that information up to them properly. Sure. So what are some of the key? So, you know, we also have a couple of other clients that we've done some redevelopment with, you know, Davis is one of them. Uh, you know, we've been in discussion, f- you know, with a bunch of other brands, you know, about redesigns. You know, I was contacted yesterday about a super exciting opportunity for a, uh, an agency, uh, not a marketing agency, a different type of agency who also has a, a pretty high pro- profile podcast to redevelop their site. So, when it comes time to redesigning a site, what are some of the key questions that people ask you? What are some of the things that, you know, you like to give? What, what, what kind of information do you want to give out to those individuals? Let's see. You know, again, that while there's nothing technically wrong with your website, it just doesn't represent you anymore. You know, businesses change. If your business isn't changing, you're not going to be around much longer in, in today's, you know, ecosystem it's just a matter yep. of business today yeah my new favorite quote is from andy frisella it's like if you want next level things you need to do or if you want next level results you need to do next level things yep so you know while your website's part of what got you here today you know where are you going is, is it going to get you you know through the next two three years of those changes and on that journey you know i think websites you should always be looking forward with I think that also with that being said, you know, we have to make sure that, you know, somebody doesn't go around and redesign and redevelop sites too often. Sure. You know, we're in a situation with one client where, you know, they're going to, they're going to work with somebody to redevelop a site and they're not sure whether or not this is going to work or whether or not this is the right choice. But the price tag that's coming with it, you know, is hard for them to turn down. And I think that a lot of that is being driven because of internally what they have now is not supporting their development process sure so yeah i think that the other side of the the other side is you need to be careful how often you redesign and redevelop because again you know i know we did an episode a long time ago about this like maybe you just need a refresh or maybe you need the same design with re-architecturing the information now that's another choice but typically when people talk come to us it's about 
retooling the whole brand and retooling the whole website, the whole look, feel, and experience. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't want to go back down that road with the refresh versus rebuild, but at one point, you do have to look at the cost effectiveness of saying, okay, with a rebuild, I can... I have the ability to change everything that's not working and make a, you know, instead of saying, well, this change, this change, I don't think this architecture is getting us found search wise. Can we do these things? Like, sure. But that price tag and, you know, that gap there, it's a good opportunity to say, you know, let's, let's tear this down and reevaluate everything. I couldn't agree more. You know, I think that people get romantic about what they have and what they've done and, how things look and they want to keep the same look feel for nostalgic purposes. Sure. Uh, there's a tool on the web for that called the Wayback Machine. So if you ever want to revisit that, go to the Wayback yeah. Machine, <clears throat> archive.org, and you're able to see what your website looked like three years ago, as mm-hmm. embarrassing as it may be, you know, so you can see the continuum of things. But I think that people hold on to the wrong things for the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. And I think that a lot of times, you know, the conversations that we have and that we have to have with people all revolve around is this moving the needle? Is this web property that you have right now, is this helping you achieve your goals? Is it hindering you? Is it causing more? You know, sometimes a bad look or an outdated web design, web look will basically raise objections about your products and services that are, are artificial, that ne- not they don't necessarily need to even be there. Yeah, perception-based, you know, assumptions. Yeah, and perception-based assumptions are extremely dangerous. You know, mm-hmm. when you don't get a chance to address them. You know, I I love what we did with our new site from an information standpoint. I yeah. think that what we did was we took a lot, a lot, a lot of pages that we had that are still there. You mm-hmm. know, and we summarized a lot of that information to get people exactly what they need in the shortest amount of time to qualify Trinity Web Media as the clear-cut provider for what they need. And also, I think that this time, you know, we highlighted a lot of our work with case studies and with visual, you know, our portfolio is extremely prominent on this mm-hmm. site. I think that if people aren't talking about how they've helped other people, they're missing a lot. They're missing the ball. And like when we started, you know, Trinity 2.0, we, we went towards the direction of being a problem-solving company. Mm-hmm. And we talked a whole lot about problem solving, but I f- feel like, you know, as we move down that road, what we didn't do is we didn't show everybody how we solve problems and what mm-hmm. the final product looked like. And I think that we were a little remiss with that. So what makes me, what makes me happy now is it, it makes me happy that the new version of the site really displays how we do solve problems, what we do, how we help people, who we are, and, you know, just it displays our integrity as an organization. Yeah. Um, you know, and a lot of the design elements on the new site were feedback from clients directly like, Hey, well, you know, we're constantly being asked for portfolio stuff. Maybe that needs to be more prominent on our website then, you know, and and it was kind of that feedback that helped, you know, Hey, what are some of the conversations you, what what are the questions we're constantly asked? The same way we go about producing content was kind of in mind with the whole architecture and that wireframe, you know, from the inception of that rebuild. Yeah, and I think that, you know, if one person asks you for something, okay, maybe they just can't find it. Maybe they're not a savvy user. If two people or more ask you, okay, I think that you have an information architecture problem and a user experience problem. 
and you're not, you know, we had all that information all along, you know, nonprofits that we work with have all the case studies and have all the data and have all the examples and have all the client success stories, but they just don't know sometimes how to feature them, how to go ahead and tell that story, how to go ahead and, and move people down that customer journey. And, you know, and, and, or if we're doing a site for a podcasting company, how do they go ahead and work, you know, through that listener journey? Mm-hmm. You know, how do we make sure, you know, how do we make sure that we're able to go ahead and give people that information in, in the easiest manner and in the quickest amount of time? Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. And I mean, there's, there's, you know, you can go and get defensive and say, well, it's right here. Or here's the link if you can't find it, you know, right. but that, what does that, that do for your brand? You know, because for every anything. for every one person actually voicing that to you, there's five people wondering where is this, you know, who aren't going to tell you anything, who well, aren't going to provide you the feedback. Exactly. That's my same model when it comes to content. If people are asking you for it, you know, face-to-face or via email or in conversation, they're searching for that content also. So mm-hmm. if they can't find that stuff on your website, you have a problem. They don't have a problem. Yep. So I think that it's super interesting. You know, with, with some of the other projects that you've worked on, and you, you know, let, let, let's let's face it. You know, I think that seventy five percent of the projects that we work on are a redesign or a rebuild in some manner, mm-hmm. and twenty five or some are twenty five percent of our projects. We're fortunate enough to start with such a blank canvas as somebody who's never had a website before. Yeah. You know. So so. We, with that, with that being said, you know, most of our work is redesign and redevelopment stuff. So when you're work, working with people, what are some of the key questions, you know, that they ask you? You know, well, what are they what – are they, what problems are – well, let's back up. What problems are they trying to solve with a redesign? What, what are you typically hear their goals on? Results. You know, we, we want more leads. We want conversion. We want to get found better. You know, it's – typically visibility or conversion, you know, and then it, you know, typical question, question number two is, well, I really like my website. Do we really have to get rid of X, Y, or Z? Uh, and, and the question is, is like, and I'm sorry, not the question. The answer is a lot of times when you bring that to me is no, we don't have to get rid of it. How can we work it into something that kind of preserve that legacy you know, or, or how do we work it into something where we can go ahead and make sure that it's, it's, you know, what we're developing is still true to form and true to what you, what you've always been. And then also it's like the, the final question is, I understand that, you know, or the final answer rather, I keep saying question. The final answer is, I understand that you really love that, mm-hmm. but how's it working for you right now? Yeah. Well, it's not. And that's why we're talking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, you know, I, I, I've used this line in business development and sales meetings forever. You know, I think that uh, a great old boss of mine, Ted Raymond from Allegra Marketing in Scottsdale, Arizona, would always say, you know, there's never a good time. You, you know, nobody ever wakes up in the morning and says, today's a great day to build a new website. It's a process. You know, he would use it for the industry that we work in. Nobody says it's, today is a great day for us to do that. There has to be some pain points. There has to be something broken. What's not working for you? And then once you, they start talking about what's not working, 
I think that it's important for you to steer the conversation back into what is working. Because just as important to know what's broken, it's it's important to know what what's not broken. Yeah, you because, don't want to upset the apple cart and exactly. use the results that are working. Yeah, you know exactly what we. The last thing that we really want to do is the last thing that we want to do is break anything that works for the brand. You know, if you're going to work with our review, refine, repeat process, the biggest things are: look, let's understand what's working. Let's see if we can make it work a little better. Let's do more of it. Now, if it's not working, which in a lot of cases, the Fool's web is not working, you know, whether they're not, they're not getting the number of leads that they once got, or they're not getting the traffic that they once got, or they're not getting the same type of clientele that they once did. They're not having the same level business conversations as they once were. You know what I mean? It's, it's up to us to learn a whole lot about their business and a whole lot about their industry, but still collaborate with them because we're never going to know everything about their business and get those answers so that we can fill the gaps with data. You know, I've been a big fan ever since my marketing press days, way, way back in the very beginning of it is data driven development. You know, let's understand things with data points about what works, what doesn't work, et cetera, et cetera. And then let's go ahead and build something that really works. Yeah, and I mean, I think oftentimes, you know, marketers, clients are, are very excited to get something new. They just want to tear it down and start over from scratch. Right, because and, that's, just, that's just what they do. Yeah, and I mean, assessing what you have allows us to operate with intent on your behalf because now we're operating with some sort of strategy in mind. Yeah, and, and strategy is key to everything. Yeah, I mean, if you're starting a project and you don't have strategy in place – you probably don't understand the goals, where the client wants to go, where they need to go, and how you're going to get them there. Yeah, and that's the most important. The most important thing is how are you going to get them there? Like how do you go from point A to point B in the most cost-effective manner that doesn't hurt what they've already what they already have? How do you build upon that? Because the, even if we're redeveloping a whole web presence, right, we're still working with an existing footprint. Mm-hmm. And when you're working with an existing footprint, you got to make sure that you're not burying that, that what you're doing is you're taking that and you're making sure that whatever did work continues to work. But how do we make that footprint deeper? You know, I'm, I'm a big fan of, you know, going two miles wide and I'm sorry, two inches wide and two miles deep. You know, what, what do we do? How do we make things work for the brand? That's always worked, but how do we do it in a, in a way that's more sophisticated and better? Yeah, there is a significant investment to get that footprint in place originally. You right. Know, you know, let's not, you know, turn around and say, well, this didn't work. You know, no, there, there's still value there. Let's just make it work. Right. And a lot of times what happens, a lot of times what happens is, you know, people say, well, am I going to lose what I've already, am I going to lose the traction that I've already had? Am I going to lose, you know, all my SEO? Am I going to lose, et cetera, et cetera? And the answer should always be no, not if it's done right and things are done with care. Yeah, I mean, as developers, as marketers, I think we have a responsibility when some when we inherit a client with, you know, either a project and let's leave the digital marketing side out and just kind of the focus on the website. I think we need to understand why things were done in a certain manner 
right. from the incumbent because there might be some valid strategy points there. You know, going in and doing something different just to create it unique to your brand may not be doing anybody any favors. Well, I think that the thing is, is like, you know, I, I'm fucking, I don't know. I'm, I'm of the opinion of trust but verify, right? <clears throat> yep. And, you know, that's an old Ronald Reagan quote. And I think that that's so true in our business nowadays. Like, I don't, you know, I'm an optimist at heart. I'm, I think that there's good in everybody. I don't think that anybody is inherently evil and they go out there to willfully go out and make bad decisions for other people. And I just can't live life that way, right? Call me short-sighted, call me whatever. I don't care. (laughs) That's just the way I choose to live my life, right? I don't believe that people go out there and say, this is a bad strategy. We're going to give this to them and we're going to, we're going to execute it and we're just going to take their money. Now, are there people out there that do that? I'm sure that there are. Are there people in the car business that go out there and sell a car that they know is bad? I'm sure that there are, but I think that that's the minority and not the majority. Mm-hmm. I want to really focus on the majority here because I think sure. there's a lot of bad in our business. And a lot of times we, we can get stuck on talking about the bad when we inherit things. You know, I want to focus on the good. You know, yep. I don't think that – I think that there are constraints in a lot of situations when we inherit things that we don't we don't know about. Sure. And we're not privy to only mm-hmm. because – not because anybody is not being forthcoming, only because those conversations could be four or five years old. Yeah. You know, you know sometimes, you know, like you and I will have conversations about things with a client that you talk about. You talked to five weeks ago, and I'm like, oh, I didn't know that. You're like, oh, yeah, I didn't tell you. You know, I didn't think it was important. At the, and it wasn't like you're, you're holding the information. Yeah, from yeah. It's just like it just doesn't seem to be relevant at the time. So I think that we're not privy to a lot of situational banter at that time. And thank God because we'd be inundated with a bunch of nonsense. But I think that what worked, what was put forth was set to work and was probably the best thing at that time or the mm-hmm. best thing that that person knew how to do within their budget Except all these other constraints that they have. Mm-hmm. So it's it's really important. This is a long way of talking about your point. It's really important for us to go back there and say, okay, what was working? Yep. This had to have been done for a reason. Why was this done? Let's put our heads together and figure out why it was done. And then let's go ahead and f- say, okay, is it still working? Is it not working? If it's not working, let's figure out how to make it work. If it is kind of working, let's figure out how to make it better. If it is working, let's not touch it. Yeah, let's make something else work better. <laughs> exactly. Now that we're going into a redev and a redesign, how do we figure out what else to make better? Exactly. And I think that that's a whole thing. So this is a very exciting time. You know, It's always exciting and it's always an honor when somebody comes to us and say, hey, I need a new website because my business went to the next level and the one that I have right now is not serving us. It's always an honor when somebody pulls us into that conversation. You know, or when a trusted uh, mentor or resource or associate of ours, you know, gives us a referral and say, talk to Trinity because they're the ones that really can get this done for you. You know, I think that that's the, yep. the cool stuff. And it's always an honor to be a part of that conversation. So we look forward to continuing to work with as many brands as possible where we can help take them to that next level. And we specialize in that mid-level, small to mid-level brand, you know. Yeah. If Coca-Cola came to us for a redesign, that's not our bag. While you, nope. people would say, oh, my God, that would be a dream client. That would be so upsetting to the way that we run the business. So yeah. all these other people who are structured like our business with 
you know, maybe a, a five to 200 person team, you know, is perfect for us. And that's where we really love to help take things to the next level. Going back to the cup, of, I don't want to increase conversion 0.2% on such a small scale because it to cup of, to Coca-Cola, that's huge. Right. When you look at all the, you know, I'd rather move four, five, 10, 20% on those smaller clients and actually, you know, be part of that journey. And I think that, you know, part of the whole thing is, is that, you know, we started this company and I started my career entrepreneur to affect change. And I think that yep. what we can do is we leverage our skills and our talents to affect change in the best manner with what we know. You know, yep. like we're really good at doing things for those small mid-level brands, but a huge fortune, you know, 100 brand like Coca-Cola comes to us, like that's such a complex strategy. We are not equipped to handle it. So, but anyway, you know, it's always an honor to be a part of anybody's redesign. And if you have worked with us in the past, thank you for choosing us. And, you know, uh, it's just an exciting time around here. So any final thoughts in wrapping up here on this podcast? No, I think this was a good one. I think we went kind of, you know, in depth bit by bit. Yeah, I, I, I agree. You know, uh, we talked about our redesign. We talked about different things coming up, talked about past projects. So, you know, we appreciate everybody listening. You know, if you want to listen to this show, you can catch us on iTunes. You can get us on PodCoin, which is a new app people are using. We will be on Luminary very shortly. Uh, also, you can get us in traditional channels, Google Play, Spotify, et cetera, et cetera. So we appreciate the reviews and the listens. Um, keep on keeping on. We definitely, you know, makes it, Makes this all worth it, and we love get hearing feedback from you guys. So until next week, Kevin, thanks a lot for your time. Thank you, Greg, and thank you, everybody, for listening. And we'll talk to you all soon.